Zaborski stared down at the date. June 20th, 1966. He considered the enormity of the task with which his leader had entrusted him. As you can see, Comrade Zaborski, Brezhnev continued, we have only one month left before the deadline. But if you can discover the whereabouts of the original icon, President Johnson's defense strategy would be rendered useless, and the United States would become a pawn on the Russian chessboard. And to my dearly beloved and only son, Captain Adam Scott, M.C., I bequeath the sum of five hundred pounds. The old lawyer, who was seated behind the large partner's desk, raised his head and blinked at the young man before him, then returned to the papers in front of him. And to my dearly beloved daughter, Margaret Scott, I bequeath the sum of four hundred pounds. Even in his final act, Pa had remained a chauvinist, Adam noted. To the Hampshire County Cricket Club, droned on Mr. Holbrook, twenty-five pounds, life membership. Finally paid up, thought Adam. To the old contemptibles, fifteen pounds. And to the Appleshaw Parish Church, ten pounds. Deaf membership, Adam mused. And finally, to my dearly beloved wife Susan, our marital home, and the remainder of my estate. This pronouncement made Adam want to laugh, because he doubted if that remainder amounted to more than another thousand pounds. But Mother, St. Susan of Appleshaw, was a daughter of the regiment, and wouldn't complain. She never did. And I also leave to my son, Mr. Holbrook finished, the enclosed envelope, which I can only hope will bring him greater happiness than it did me. Should he decide to open the envelope, it must be on the condition that he will never divulge its contents to any other living person. Adam glanced towards his mother, who looked shocked. Without another word, Mr. Holbrook passed the yellowed envelope over to Adam, and finally closed the thin file marked Colonel Gerald Scott, DSO, OBE. MC. I begged your father to destroy that envelope, were his mother's first words as they entered the drawing room. Adam's lips pursed when he realized this must be the envelope his father had referred to all those years ago, when he had witnessed the one row between his parents he had ever experienced. Adam still remembered his father's anger just a few days after he had returned from Germany. I have to open it, don't you understand? Pa had insisted. Never, his mother had replied. After all the sacrifices I have made, you at least owe me that. Over twenty years had passed since that confrontation, and Adam had never heard the subject referred to again. I'm sure you ought to be getting back to London, his mother now added. You don't have to worry yourself over me. I'm in no hurry, mother. There's nothing that can't wait until tomorrow. Just as you wish, my dear. She stared up at the tall young man who reminded her so much of Gerald. He would have been as good-looking as her husband if it wasn't for the slight break in his nose, the same thick black hair and deep brown eyes, the same open, honest face, but most of all the same high standards of morality that had brought them to their present sad state. In any case, I've always got Margaret to take care of me, she added, Adam looked across at his sister and wondered how she would now cope with 
St. Susan. Margaret had recently become engaged to a city stockbroker, and he had already put a down payment on a little house only fourteen miles away. After tea and a sad monologue from his mother on the virtues and misfortunes of their father, Margaret cleared away and left the two of them alone. "'Now that you're no longer in the army, my dear, I do hope you'll be able to find a worthwhile job,' his mother said uneasily, as she recalled how difficult that had proved for his father. Oh, "'I'm sure everything will be fine, mother,' he replied. "'The Foreign Office have asked to see me again,' he added, hoping to reassure her. "'Still, now that you've got five hundred pounds of your own,' she said, "'that should make things a little easier for you.' Adam smiled fondly at his mother, wondering when she'd last spent a day in London. His share of the Chelsea flat alone was four pounds a week, and he still had to eat occasionally.